The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host with the most, the most excited person in the history of excitement. Yes. Liverpool's number one fan can finally tell you, I told you so. And many of you are wondering, well, Mixie, why did, why, why, why was it live yesterday? Hey, 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 that was a conscious decision made because we knew that it could have happened on Thursday, June 25th, 2020. Despite everything that's gone wrong this year, despite all the tensions and all the stuff that has been plaguing the world, we knew that on June 25th, 2020, there was a very good chance that we'd become champions of the Premier League. For the first time and the 19th time in club history. And we did. Thanks to Frank Lampard Chelsea, who finally decided to play and not be schmorons and actually gave Manchester City a good game at home at Stamford Bridge. And we're going to dedicate today's podcast to the most well deserving champions. I've ever seen in any sports and we're going to put to rest all the haters and we're just going to express why this means more to our to us Liverpool fans I mean John Oliver said it when the pandemic started I think back in March on one of his episodes I didn't even know he was a Liverpool fan but I'm glad he is because I love John Oliver But it just means more because we've gone through years. It has been 30 plus years, 11,000 days since the last time Liverpool won the league title. Yours truly, this was in 1990, yours truly was seven years old. That's how long ago this was. Now I'm I'm about to turn 37. And finally, it happened. I thank my wife. Why? Because without my wife, I would have never met Nina. My wife rescued our dog, Nina. And to this day, when the dog and I have watched a Liverpool game together in our same presence... We have not lost a game. And we don't plan on losing another game for a while. Yeah. Call me superstitious, but that's just a fact. And for those who don't watch soccer, let's just paint the picture. The English Premier League is 38 games. 
There's 20 teams. You play everybody once at home and everybody once away. That's 19 times two. That's 38 total games. At the time of the pandemic, when the league was postponed, Liverpool were 25 points ahead of everybody else. The English Premier League is the most competitive league across in the world. Even in Spain's La Liga, where it's either Barcelona or Real Madrid that wins it every year, you will, you will have a few sprinkles of a Valencia or Atletico Madrid every once in a blue moon. Even in that league, you never see Barcelona or Real Madrid 25 points ahead of the other. That's how far in first place we were. We had lost one game and tied one game. So all the haters, all the Manchester United fans, all the Manchester City fans, all the Chelsea fans, oh yeah, let's just go ahead and void the league. No, do you really think that was going to happen? There's too much at stake with soccer around the world, especially in Europe, for you to just void a league. You either just give the champions, whoever's in first place, fine, they're champions, just give them a the trophy, which is what France did. Paris Saint-Germain was in first place by merely four points, and they were declared champions, the league was done. Oh, yeah, no, we can't do that. We can't. How, how could we give Liverpool the title? Oh, yeah. So then what did we do? We decided to project restart. Oh, yeah. Let's restart the league. And we did. We restarted the league. And thus, when we restarted the league this June 17th, our first game was against Everton. And what happened? We tied that first game. Some argued we could have lost. Well, yeah, but it's Everton. Everton hates us. They're our fierce rivals behind Manchester United. And of course, they came out for blood. So we tied. Whoop-de-doo. We're still, uh, we were still after Manchester City won their game in hand and the next game. We're still 20 points ahead with eight games left. So what happens next? We play our our second game against Crystal Palace. We win 4-0 at home, extending our home undefeated streak. We have not lost a premiership game this season at home. And then June 25th, 2020, Oh, Chelsea still has to play Manchester City. Oh, yeah. And it could happen. Because with only eight games left, if Manchester City tied or draw, tied or lost the game, well, Liverpool's 23 points ahead or 22 points ahead, and you only have seven games. Seven times three is 21. So we would be declared champions. Yes. In soccer, you get three points for a win, one point for a tie, zero points for a loss. For those of you who don't know, so you bet you best believe that on Wednesday when we played Crystal Palace, and yesterday when we played, when we watched Manchester City play Chelsea. Oh yeah, I came home early from work. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna miss the chant. I wasn't gonna bawl my eyes out like a baby, crying tears of other joy at work. So I watched the game. 
And it's so poetic to see that the first goal, Pulisic, the American who had just arrived this year at Chelsea, who was the f- one of the first players that our manager, Jurgen Klopp, bought at Borussia Dortmund, poetically returned the favor and said, hey, we're going to go up 1-0. Then, hey, of course, City tied the game. But then Chelsea was on more on the offensive and uh, blatant handball that had to be, and this is what drives me nuts, VAR, video replay, had to show that it was that it was a handball. Video replay. And this is the first year of video replay in the Premier League. And I'm glad. Now, for all you haters who are going to say, oh, that's the only reason Liverpool won is VAR. It's VAR pool. No, motherfuckers. It has been proven with stats. Because stats don't lie. The teams that have been the most affected by VAR. And Liverpool's not top of that list. Oh, you know who's ahead of Liverpool on, on such a list? Oh, Manchester United. Oh, Sheffield United. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah. Who has been the most affected? Of course, Manchester City. Because last year, we would have won the title if we had VAR. And that's why this means more. 30 plus years of coming close. 30 plus years of us having talent. That if only they had the discipline. This is why I do not regret calling Jamie Carragher a piece of shit. He was a terrible defender. I don't know why people love that guy. This is why I do not regret saying that Stevie G, Steven Gerrard, is dead to me when that motherfucker slipped and cost us the title back in 2014. Yeah, I don't regret those moments because to me, as great as Steven Gerrard was, if you don't have the discipline to control the ball and not slip... I mean, you're, yeah, you're dead to me. The amount of talent that this team's had, the Luis Suarez's of the world. Mind you, I'm glad we never won the Premier League because I hate Luis Suarez. As much as he played for our team, I still hate the guy with a passion. The Philip Coutinho's of the world that decide to abandon ship. The Fernando Torres's of the world. The Sammy Hupias. The Robbie Fowlers. The Michael Owens of our history. Just the amount of people that we have that have never won the Premier League because of our drought. This is for all of you guys. Because I wish I would have seen a Robbie Fowler or a Michael Owen team win a Premier League. We came close. I wish I would have seen a Stevie G team win the league back in 14 if he didn't fucking slip. And back then, the first person to come and celebrate with Ibrahim Ba, who was a Chelsea guy who scored on us, 
who cost us the game was Muhammad Salah. Oh yeah, the same Egyptian king that is now champions with our Liverpool team. That guy, I will say, he's not my favorite. I still prefer Mane and Firmino ahead of him. But it took me a long time to accept him because he was never scoring against the big six. And in in England, for those who don't know, the big six teams are Manchester City, Manchester United, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, Liverpool. So he was always scoring against the lesser teams, never scored against the big teams. So finally this year, he got his first goal against Manchester United, and he's just scored a, a, a bit more against the other teams. So yeah, I'm proud of the guy now. I've said it for years that our main issue was our defense. And as much as I liked Daniel Agger, Sammy Hippia, Bjornby, and Glenn Johnson, and all of our defenders that we've had over the years, as much as I hated having Squirtle and Carragher, I always said the day we get rid of Jamie Carragher and the day we get rid of Martin Squirtle are the day we're going to win the Premier League. And what are we doing right now? Winning the Premier League? Are they both on the team? No, they're not. Because they, as much as you may say they're loyal players, they were terrible defenders. Now, we have a strong defense. We have two wingers that have had the most assists in the Premier League for a while now. Andrew Robertson and TAA Trent Alexander-Arnold. The guy has, he's breaking the record for most assists by a right back. And it is well-deserved. This is a team that is right now with seven games left, 23 points ahead of Manchester City in second place. This is the earliest any team has won the Premier League title. This is the earliest any English team has clinched the league title ever. The next closest... It's Manchester United back in 2000 and 2001. And they clinched it only by five points. You guys like to remind us of the Centurions. The Manchester City team that won the league and had more than 100 points. We're on pace to hit 105. You like to remind us of the, of the United teams that won the treble. Yeah, but they didn't, have, they didn't go with this many points. They didn't win the league with seven games to spare. This is the earliest anybody's won the league. And for those who say, oh, but it's Liverpool's first Premier League title. Uh, yeah, that may be true. So what? That puts us with the likes of Leicester and Blackburn Rovers who've won one Premier League title. Yay. But at the same time, it's still our 19th league title. Why? The, why? And that's the thing that I don't understand about the haters. Why do you separate? A league title is a league title. Whether it's called the Premier League or whether it's called Division One or whether it's called the Poo Poo Kachu Cup 
trophy. If it's your top flight and it's winning the top flight, it's still a league title regardless of what you call the trophy or what you call the league. Could be called the Hindu Promotional Speedway Super League. You're still winning the league. People like to compare it to, oh, well, the Cleveland Browns have won championships, but they've never won the Super Bowl. So it's basically the same, kind of like that. <laughs> no. Because the Super Bowl was created, for those who don't know your sports history, the Super Bowl was created when both leagues, there was two different leagues of football, and they joined forces, and then they created a new tournament trophy. That is a lot different. In the U.S., basketball, baseball, hockey, football, it's not a league. If you played everybody once at home and once away, it'd be a little bit different. But even then, you're combining leagues. So if tomorrow the Premier League and La Liga from Spain would join forces and make a Super League, then yeah, that'd be a whole different trophy. And a whole different league. Other than the name. League 1 in 1990. To 1992. The Premier League. The same teams were there. Nobody joined forces. You still had the same relegated teams that went up. Went down. The same uh, promoted teams that went up. So calling it whatever you want. Doesn't change the fact that Liverpool have 19 league titles. One short of. Manchester United. And that's another reason why this means more. When you have nine when you have 18, because we had 18 at the time, 30 years ago, 18 league titles, and we were so dominant, and then somehow Graham Sunis, one of our former great players, is a shitty coach and drops us down the toilet. And then you watch our fierce rivals, Manchester United, you know, they had a good Academy, and they kept buying player after player after player. And when you see them get Premier League title after Premier League title after Premier League title, because, yeah, technically, if you only count the Premier League titles, they've had the most. And then they surpass you. They When they won their 18th title, that drove me nuts. Then they won their 19th, and then their 20th. Well, like, motherfuckers, oh, it, it irked me. It irked every Liverpool fan. Well, now we have 19. We're one short. We still have the most trophies out of any English team. We're the, only, we're the most decorated English team ever. We have six Champions League titles. Six times champions of Europe. The next closest has three of the English League teams, of course. We are the most decorated English team. The only English team who won the Champions League, the Super Cup, and the World Club Cup in the same calendar year. Yeah, that's a big feat. We've technically won a treble. We won that Super Cup. We won that World Club Cup. And we won the Premier League. And the only reason we're not in the FA Cup and we lost in the Caribou Cup is because 
the English FA Football Association was not generous enough with our schedule to allow us to play our full squads. We had to play two games in the span of 24 hours, one in Qatar and one in England. What do you want us to do? Obviously, we're going to go for the cup that we've won, that we've never won. The World Club Cup. Yeah. And even though it's less games, it's still every team that's champion of their continent playing a tournament. It's seven teams, so obviously you can't really have a tournament. But we still won that. And the haters can hate. But we still won that. Why? Because that's how good this team is. This team, this season, has let in 21 goals. People were trying to say, oh, if Liverpool lose six games and tie two, they'd lose the league. Uh, No, actually, you know what? We would have still won the league with those last eight games if we had done that. You would have needed us to lose seven games and tie one, and City would have had to win all their games. Oh, yeah, they had most goals scored, but guess what? Ten more goals conceded. We have 21 goals conceded. It is by far the best defensive record in the Premier League this year. That is why we're 23 points ahead. And people say, well, City is still the better talented team. You guys are not better than them by 23 points. Oh, we kind of are. Because if City came to play at 150%, like like we know they can, they're the deepest team in the league. I'm not arguing that. They they have talent. But the reason we're 23 points ahead is because they've lost eight games. And out of those eight losses, Chelsea, Manchester United twice, Liverpool. Who are the other four? Oh, Watford, Norwich. Oh, yeah. Teams that they should not be losing to. That is why we're that far ahead. We only have two ties. City has a little bit more ties than that too. So they could be very talented. They could be deep as fuck. But they are still 23 points behind. That is how far ahead we are. That is why if we win out, we're breaking so many more records. No team has ever won all 19 of their home games in the Premier League. Not the Centurions and not the treble team of Manchester United. Yes, the treble was a great feat. But you guys got lucky. Manchester City got lucky in 99 and 2000 with the Champions League. Yeah, you won the FA Cup and the league. You didn't win it with seven games to spare. I'll tell you that right now. And even back then, you lost to some teams you shouldn't have lost to. The Invincibles, another team people like to throw out there. The Arsenal Invincibles. Yeah, they never they never lost a game. But they also had about, what, 12 ties? And don't get me wrong. English soccer and soccer in general, it's a point system. Any day, I will tell you, I'd much rather go undefeated than lose games. But when you're comparing teams, and I look at a team who went undefeated, won the league, did not win it by more than seven games, 
but did not break 100 points. And then you compare it to this Liverpool team, who's ahead by 23 points, seven games to spare. They're champions, and they've lost one game. And they're going to break, if they win out, they're going to break the record for most points. They're going to break the record for most points at 105. The record's record's 100. Then, yeah, I would take this over the Invincibles of Arsenal. I mean, yeah, you could say winning, winning the FA Cup the Champions League and the Premier League in any year is better than 105 points and just the Premier League. I can I get that. But this is not just the Premier League. To Liverpool, this is this means more. 30 years of people heckling us saying, oh, even Leicester won a Premier League title. <laughs> oh. When's the last time you guys won anything? We won the Champions League in 2005. Oh, but come back when you win the actual league title. Oh, yeah, now what? What now? We won the league title, so now what? Now what? Well, we're not going to assure you we're not going to take the remaining seven games easily. And we still have to play Manchester City next Thursday. That's our next home game. That's our next game. City's not going to focus on the FA Cup and the Champions League. We'll see how that goes. Because I'm pretty sure you're not beating Real Madrid. And you may win the FA Cup. And I like how their coach, Pep Guardiola, is like, well, we've already won two trophies. The Charity Shield and the Caribou Cup. Yeah, we handed you the Caribou Cup. And wow, you won the Charity Shield. Really? Ooh. I've never seen anybody brag about the Charity Shield. But hey, we still got a long time. And that's why... We still got a long time to go. Not just this season, but our team, they're young. And people laughed at us when we paid Southampton $72 million for Virgil van Dijk. They laughed at us. Oh, he's not worth that much. Best defensive player of the year. Allison, most clean sheets in a Premier League season. I told you, all we had to do was get rid of our team. And bringing better talent And we did that I remember over the years Playing FIFA On whatever game I had um, And every time I would always pick Liverpool I would sell 99% of the team I think the only people I would always keep were Michael Owen or Steven Gerrard Or you know One or two players would always stay That I kind of enjoyed having on the team But I would always get rid of everybody else. Until recent years when I I would play. And I'm like, well, we are getting better talent. Because now I'm not getting rid of that many people. Excuse me. Yeah. Recently, I don't get rid of anybody. This current team, now when I play FIFA, this current team, the only players I'm not fond of is Lovren, Lalana, and a few of our backups. I actually completely forgot that we still had Nathaniel Klein on the team until they mentioned him yesterday. (coughs) 
Yeah. This team, I have no issues with this team. And that's why we're champions. Our front line, Salah, Firmino, and Mane, the best in the business. Our midfield, I love Genie One Alden. I love Fabinho. I love Henderson, our captain. I'm glad Henderson is the captain that is lifting our trophy. Well deserved. He has yet to let me down, even when he was playing with Stevie G. And we came so close. I love our wingers, TAA and Robertson, Van Dyke, Gomez. Go our goalie, Allison. Our our manager, Klopp. I love every almost everybody on this team is lovable. And here's the and here's the other thing. Here's the thing. This is the earliest anybody's won the league title. And it's also Klopp is the first German national to win the Premier League. And Let's not forget, we don't even have the highest transfer buy rate. We're seventh. And since Klopp has been manager four years ago, he's he. I think I think they keep track of that. Since he came to the club four years ago, he's like seventh or eighth in spending to get new players. Way behind Manchester City. Manchester United, Chelsea, the motherfuckers who spend all the money to get the best talent. Way behind those guys. And in four years, this is the earliest any manager has won the Champions League and the league. Four years. Nobody's done that in the first four years of their tenure as manager. Ever. The earliest four years. Our first year, we finished eighth. Klopp's first year in charge, 2015, 2016. The next year, top four, lost the League Cup final, lost the UEFA League Cup final. And I was mad. I was like, oh, if this guy's just going to take us to finals and lose, I'll be pissed. Then he takes us to the Champions League final. And we lose that to Real Madrid. Because our goalie is a fucking moron. Carius lets in two goals he shouldn't have let in. And they injured Salah. We should have won that Champions League. We would have won back-to-back titles back then. For the Champions League. Then. We finished second. With 97 points. Who has ever finished second. With 97 points. And not won the league. With only one defeat. And if it weren't for VAR. And if we had VAR back then. We would have won that title. Because we would have won the league by a point. But no, we finished second. However, we won the Champions League. We beat Tottenham. Excuse me. Been yelling so much. 
My throat's hurting. Oh, man. Then this season... We lose the Charity Shield, okay, whatever. We can't win the Caribou Cup, okay, whatever. That's the League Cup, for those who don't know. That's what it's called now. We win the World Club title. We win the Super Cup. And now we're Premier League champions with seven games to spare. In four and some years, club has done so much with this club. With not spending the most money. Because that's what drives me nuts about... That's why this means more. The Manchester United's of the world. Manchester City. Manchester City used to be a terrible team. They were in division... They were in the championship before it was called the championship. They were in Division One. <clears throat> yeah. Then they got some Arab billionaires to buy out the team. Oh, now they have all the money in the world. And then they got promoted. And then they got all the players. And yeah, now they're they became centurions. But don't get it don't get it twisted. Manchester City. They've never won the Champions League. And they don't have they're not even in the top five as far as league titles. But now, yeah, they're part of the big six nowadays. Chelsea, same thing. We used to smack Chelsea around when I was a kid. <clears throat> then they got some Russian billionaire to buy them. Oh, and then Chelsea got great. Then Chelsea won some, some Premier League titles. And then Chelsea's like laughing at us too. Ha, ha, ha. When's the last time you guys won anything? Oh, what now, Chelsea? What now? They've won one Champions League. And they're not even in the top five as far as league titles are concerned. So I don't even want to hear it. <coughs> United, that's a different story. The years of Sir Alex Ferguson were very hard to live through. Misery for the Liverpool teams. Yeah. Just miserable time. But let's not forget, before we continue with our honorable podcast on the why Liverpool, why this Liverpool team is the greatest team ever, and how we're well-deserved champions, let's remind everybody of our loyal and honorable sponsors. Hand and Soul Massage, use the promo code MEXI and save on your discount for your first reason massage or your membership. Mexi goes to one in Polaris, you can go... Anywhere here in Columbus or around the country. Hand and Soul Massage, proud sponsor of the Make to My Madness podcast. As is Super Studios 253. Sign up now. They're back open. It's been three or four weeks since they've been open, guys. Come on. Use promo code MEXI. Sign up. Save on your classes. Super Studios 253, a proud sponsor of the Make to My Madness podcast. And American National. Give my man Raymond a call. You know the number by now. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your bundling. Home, auto, Life, make sure your liability coverage, UM, UIM, and med pay, all high limits. American National, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. That's why this means more. Years of torment, years, decades of watching Manchester United just laugh. Ha <laughs> ha, we have so many Premier League titles. Ooh. Buying players left and right. The Van Persies of the world. The Roonies. 
the David Beckhams, the times we couldn't win at Old Trafford and then we finally won at Old Trafford. That time we beat them 4-0 with Fernando Torres. That was one of my favorite games. We didn't win the league that year. The time we slipped and we were so far ahead. That's why this year, no matter how far ahead we were, people were saying back in Boxing Day, oh yeah, Liverpool's won the league. Because last year, we were ahead, Manchester City caught us. This year, we were so far ahead, and I'm still like, no, 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 no. We've seen what happens. Until they say it's official, it's not official. And then the pandemic hit. And now they were saying, oh, there's an asterisk on your title. There's an asterisk on your title if you win it this year. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We're restarting this bitch, and you're giving us the trophy. I was going to go. My plan was to fly out to England and be there when we were declared champions and be there for the trophy presentation. Now, they're finishing the Premier League games with no fans in the stand. Yesterday, this is why I have no voice today and my, and my throat hurts from so much yelling. Did you really think, knowing that everybody's out and protesting despite the coronavirus, knowing that most of the states here in the U.S. are open back up, did you really think that Liverpool and the Liverpool faithful were going to social distance if Manchester City handed us the title yesterday? Hell no. Most of the young Liverpool fans didn't even know what it means to be champion. For some, for all of us that are old enough to remember the last title, it's been a long time of misery, and that's why this means more. So yeah, even if you're like, if I lived in England right now and I lived in Liverpool, fuck yeah, I'm going out to celebrate for everybody. I don't care if I get the virus and die. I've died watching Liverpool win the title. But yeah, we can't fly out of the U.S., so I couldn't be there. Oh, but I was watching the coverages. Oh, it was just so glorious. And everybody who used to play for Liverpool, Michael Owen, Robbie Fowler, Carragher, Jamie Redknapp, Daniel Agger, Suarez, Maxi Rodriguez. The list of talent that we've had over the years that we never won the Premier League title. And now we finally have with this team. This team, I wouldn't change anything. Mind you, there's some players that I think if they don't improve, they need to go. And some of them are probably going to go at the end of the year. But now, we're already in the history books. But now, let's make more history. Let's rub it in their face. I am so glad that City lost yesterday because now City's not going to care when they play us we're going to thump the shit out of them Chelsea's not going to care either we're going to thump them too we have two more home games we win those think of it think of the history that's going to be made and this has to go down as the best Premier League team Premier League champions ever even the Centurions never won all their home games and I'm not talking about tying or going undefeated winning 19 out of 19 at home. Not done. 
the treble team of, of, of Man United, the Centurions of City, and the Invincibles of Arsenal, even they couldn't do it. <clears throat> no team has had more points if we win out. We play Chelsea, we play City, we play Brighton, we play Aston Villa. Uh, I can't remember who the other three are. But only City and Chelsea are our hardest games. And we have two two or three more home games. We're not in the Champions League anymore. We're not in the FA Cup. So we're not distracted. You want us? You want to doubt us? Yeah. You didn't believe us when we said we're going to be champions. And this is just the first of many. I can assure you that right now. Because my dog's not going anywhere. This Liverpool team is just that good. You can blame it on VAR. You can blame it on coronavirus. You can blame it on whoever. Asterix, Mastrix. The fact remains, we're so good, we are 23 points ahead of your Centurion City team. Because most of those players are still there. So yeah, I waited the day because I wanted to record our glory. LFC for life, you will never walk alone. That's the podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed the Liverpool Glory podcast. As always, all the episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Rate, subscribe, review the podcast. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And as always, remember, where there's a Mexican, there's a motherfucking way. All hail Liverpool, the English champions of 2019-2020. Until next time.